T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This energy, energy and effort, um, you know, everything else is between the lines. Uh, like I said, the, the game is about putting the ball in the hole and stopping other teams from putting the ball in the hole. And, uh, you know, when it comes to shooting, when it comes to stopping people, I'm pretty good at that. So I uh, just want to keep that going. And whatever, you know, my persona is, whatever my, my attitude is, it kind of brings some of that on the team. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. I like the way you term that, David, the uh, – the Patrick Beverly era about to start in Bulls basketball. It might only last 23 games, but it yeah. will be memorable for him and maybe for us, yeah. depending on how many they win. But you know it will be loud, and that will be fun. And so the fun starts tomorrow night. The first practice coming back, we heard from him and talking about all the things that being a Chicago Bull means to him. More importantly, I think we heard from you know, Billy Donovan about the role that he'll play. Now, you don't think he necessarily will start. I think that he probably should. There was not any clarity yet. Have we heard? We He hasn't announced that he's going to be a starting point guard yet. Oh, no, no. He's not a point guard. Well, not a point guard, yeah. but he's an off-the-ball guard. But he's a definitely a guy that you could envision being in the starting lineup because you want to have that energy immediately. Well, let's listen to what Billy had to say. Well, the one thing that was great in talking to him is, is I think he is, is, is a winning guy. He wants to win. That's important to him. He's highly competitive. You know, I think that right now we just got to see, you know, what kind of role we can put him in to impact our team. There's no question there's a role there. You know, right now, whether it's starting, coming off the bench, how all that plays, you know, I, I don't know right now. I think getting him up to speed and getting him acclimated to what we're doing is important. He's been around. It's not like there's anything he's not going to be able to pick up, but you want to help with terminology, play calls on offense and things like that. He's very bright and very smart. I don't think there's any question that he's going to have a role in our team. He's going to be able to, to I think, impact our group and, and help our group. And, you know, he's a, a vocal guy and a vocal leader and, and a guy that's, you know, been on teams that have made deep runs. He, I think, understands what winning basketball looks like and is supposed to be. So, you know, from that perspective, we'll just try to utilize and maximize the things that he does really well. He's used to starting. Of course. He's used to starting. Yeah, maybe that's what... And imagine that, Mully. 
at the United Center. Yeah, he'll get a huge The lights ovation. go down. Yeah, the announcement. Yeah. From Chicago. Oh, yeah. Okay? What? Well, you're scoffing. I'm not. I'm saying <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, yes. okay. I'm trying to get you I, into this idea. I, you know, David, I guess I got to be honest with you. This is a team that's seven games below 500, has lost six in a row. I love that that you know they've got a guy that's going to be a big energy guy. I like pretty much everything he said. I like the idea that they got a guy who's a more vocal leader mm-hmm. than than they've had before. But and it's a but, they got to win a bloody game. Win one game. Just win on Friday night, and then we can move forward. You gotta find a way to win a game. You've lost six consecutive games right. before the All Star uh, break. It's hard for me to think now. Oh, here they come! There comes uh, the steamroll. Uh, it's, I, I, it's a hard. I don't sell. want you to mistake my enthusiasm for insight. Okay, I I, I'm you. not necessarily projecting that the Bulls are all fixed now. And in the 23 games, they're going to go 15 and eight, and boy, they're going to right. be feared in the playoffs. They're still very flawed. And they still have ball stoppers and they still have defensive issues. Maybe this will help. It might be too little, too late. I will acknowledge all of the basketball reasons to temper that excitement and enthusiasm. That said, comma, P. Bev is here. And I think that everything about this idea of him coming home and him going into the locker room and him being heard and not being able to predict what will happen next. I love that from a sports perspective, from a story perspective. I get the basketball reasons too little too late. You love it, and so does Zach Levine. He's uh, he's pretty pumped up about uh, P-Bev. Maybe a lot of you guys don't know. I, don't, I, I was trying to get back here a couple of, at least a year used to be in the same agency, so he's somebody you, you hate to play against but love as a teammate. Um, you know what he brings, the type of mentality he brings, so and we've been missing that. Um, you know, I think we've been missing that since since, since, uh, since Dad was here. You know, a vocal leader and somebody that um, you know is very you know out and open with how he you know how he thinks about things and how he approaches the game. So it's a uh, you know it's, it's a great to have a guy down the Okay, so I don't know if you can hear all that with the ball uh, bouncing, but he, they used to s- share the same agency, and he's been trying to get Patrick Beverly on the Bulls because he doesn't like playing against Right. Them. I think that's the that, that is very funny. Yeah. I also think that the part about not having a strong leader since that, that young left, yes. very indicting. Very indicting. Very indicting of yeah. everybody in that organization. I know. Everybody on that roster. So here's the thing, too. At least the Bulls have changed the subject. Last we heard from Zach Levine, he was talking about how the offense doesn't work and basically pointing a finger at Billy Donovan without necessarily pointing directly at him, but you knew what he meant and everybody heard what he said. This was now moving on from that issue to Zach Levine talking about the leadership void that has existed since that young left town and Patrick Beverly being able to fill it because he's the guy you love to have on your team and you hate to play against. And, and I think it's interesting. Beverly said that um, Zach's job is to just score, not pass. Don't You don't have to pass. You score. Every time you get the ball, you go score. I mean, I think that's pretty wild. If, if, you're, if you're Zach Levine, how much you want that guy on your team? This is the license to take over. This is the freedom to, yeah, be the guy that takes every shot if, if it's open. And if you're not open, create the shot. <laughs> he basically gave him permission. I, it's hysterical. It is funny. Yeah.
Uh, but, and, and I, you know, I understand it. We have a texter uh, checking in saying that this is like a, a, a Dennis Rodman type player, the, you know, and maybe that's true. Maybe he doesn't need the ball to impact the game. With Dennis, it was through his defense and rebounding. Maybe with uh, Patrick Beverly, it's it's through his agitation and defense. I don't know, but um, but it's it, you know it's it's a definite jolt. It is just definitely going to create a different energy, and and that's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, you you want to start him in the game tomorrow night. That's cool. I got I no problem with that. I do. I don't care if they start him or they bring him off the bench. I don't care because they have to win a game. They just have to stop this losing streak. And I know all those guys that missed the game uh, against the the, um, uh, the Bucks. Um, Kevin uh, – DeMar DeRozan, back at practice. Alex Caruso, back at practice. Uh, Dragic and, and Jones Jr. back at practice. All those guys will be back. So the four players that were out for that last game when, you know, Giannis hurts his hand and you can't win the game anyway because you don't have enough players, that's good. That's good that yeah. everyone's back. But, I, again, I don't really – I'm not really looking beyond the immediate – for this team to start getting nor should you again. they haven't earned that right yeah. to look ahead beyond the next game which is the nets they own one they owe the nets sure they do for having happened in brooklyn what never should have happened in brooklyn because that was a game the nets kind of met at the locker room and said okay okay what what's your okay let's yeah. let's go run and beat the bulls okay good well, we'll, but, we'll but take that, a bunch of threes. You know, so they owe but, the Nets one. But don't you think that the, because the Nets had traded everyone, that was their big, you know, we're going to show everyone. Rallying point. We, yeah. Okay, fine. It's typical with So teams. tomorrow night, the Bulls have their own. They, they have should. their own rallying that, point. There you go. Patrick Beverly shows up. And, and as long as they win that game, I think everybody who watches this team is going to be like, yeah, here we go. This well, is the big run. And you know what? Maybe they feel that way. It beats the alternative, Mullen. I agree. You've got to look at it two ways. One, your season is over and you're playing for the number one overall pick or to keep your top four yes. protected draft pick. Fine. I don't think they're entertaining that notion at all. So I think the other aspect is sneak in, make some noise. You got the right guy to make some noise and see what you've got. I don't know that it's going to work. But I like the idea of having Patrick Beverly uh, next to Zach Levine in the backcourt and DeMar DeRozan and P. Will, uh, at, 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 you know, at, with Vooch. That's your starting five. Go get them. See what happens. Obviously, you know, the way I play, you know, I run through a wall for any team I play. Just now, it's even more. I, it's, the, it's, it's the city where I'm from. So, you know, I don't know what might happen. You know, I might pull the out I never did before. So, uh, I'm super excited. I'm super stoked. Uh, I, you know, I can't wait to get started. Uh, like I said, it's just uh, it's good energy, fresh energy. It is easy. That is so good. It is so easy to get super stoked hearing he, that. He has said that a couple times. He's playing for the hometown team. He's playing in Chicago. He could pull some you-know-what that he's never done before. He doesn't know what he could do. I love that idea, that, that he is going to be jacked out of his head and he's going to bring them with him. That's awesome. They need that intensity. They have lacked that consistency, and he's here to do what he can in 23 games. That's why I would start him just because he's used to it. You don't want to have that heightened emotion at the beginning of the game and then have to you know, level it off. Take advantage of whatever you can in the 25 minutes he's on the court. Yeah, I think he's going to do 
whatever he can do whenever they put him in the game. And and I don't even know I don't know if you need him to start the game. You know what I mean? Like I think you might need him to start the second half watching this team play. How about that's with, when they need a jolt. They do need a jolt. You're, that's a good point. That's that's really interesting to consider the possibilities. And I think that's probably why they're not committing to anything right now. Because the idea of having him actually with Alex Caruso, with that defensive yeah. pairing, you yeah. wonder what that could do and Boy, they 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 now give other teams something to think about defensively that they didn't have previously because he'll give you fits. He's he's not a guy you like to see guarding you if you're no, an opposing he, player. And, and like seriously, he is an agitator. He's the kind of guy, and and you you've played against these guys just in the gym. Like you go out and you want to play a game of basketball. Next thing you know this idiot slapping the floor and trying to get in your dribble and just like, okay, let me take the, it's just, it bothers you. It's, you know, get away from me. you little, you want to slap him away. Uh, it just is bothersome. Anytime you've ever played basketball, when you get somebody that is like that. And I think he's got that element he- and you heard Zach Levine talk about it. Cause he does. He is just an unbelievable annoyance if you're trying to score over. He's a professional nuisance. That's what he is. Yes, he is. And so the Bulls are in 11th place right now in the Eastern Conference, 26 and 33. They are 16 games out, certainly, of the top spot, but two games behind the Toronto Raptors. Uh, They are two and a half games behind the Washington Wizards and three games behind the Atlanta Hawks, which are probably the three teams that are most reachable. I don't think that they're going to be better than the Heat at 32 and 27. Hawks, Coaching change, Wizards, eh, and the Raptors, very athletic. But you don't—is that a team that you think you can't finish stronger than? I don't know if the Bulls can do it, but I think that is where they are. And even if they get to the play-in phase, what does it mean? Don't know. But I think that they have to take one step at a time. Yeah, I'm—I got to tell you, I can say this for the first time in a long time. I am looking forward to watching the Bulls play. I'm looking forward to seeing what changes with this team, if he can do anything to to bring uh, life and energy to this moribund group. And um, I'm excited at the idea of watching a Bulls game, which I have not been for a very long time. I, I mean, it's been kind of an ordeal to watch the same game over and over and over. The Bulls are in every game, and then they're out of every game. It, it's just been horrible to watch. And, you know, those teams you mentioned, can the Bulls pass all of them? Of course. Will they? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know. You know, hopefully we come in here on Monday and we're talking about uh, this team and what they've done after over the After two weekend. straight victories. Yes. They have the Nets on Friday. They've yes. got the Wizards after that on Sunday. Games you got to win. You, you have know, to win. The other thing is they still got two games against the Lakers. Two of the 23 most important games of LeBron's career <laughs> will be against the Bulls. And Pebev has come out and said that he's looking forward to beating the Lakers and knocking them out of the playoffs. Don't you love that, though? Don't you love that already, looking ahead to those games? Why, Why? by the way, schedule makers, are they playing the Lakers twice in March? That doesn't make any sense. And they're within like four or five days of each other. That doesn't make any sense, but... Whatever the case may be, yeah, they have the Lakers a couple times. Both teams probably at that point will be clawing for that final spot in the respective conferences. But the Bulls have to take care of business in front of them. And then two of the next three games come against teams in 
yeah. that are directly Catchable. in front of them with yeah. the Raptors and the Wizards. And and let me tell you something. The reality is that I'm really looking forward to watching this game. If it doesn't go right, then I'm not sure I'm going to be watching them much longer. I, I mean, I really, I I don't, I, I want to see different, and I want to see different twice, and I want to come in here Monday and have something positive to talk about. I got a feeling if that doesn't happen, that it's going to be, we're going to be, you know, basically uh, digging a grave. And well, I, I, I understand that they, they've earned that kind of skepticism. Yes, they have. You look at Patrick Beverly and the impact he had on the Timberwolves last year. Mm-hmm. And that is the most recent example of a guy that comes into a situation that you don't necessarily envision as an ideal fit. You wondered how that would all work. And then he was a big catalyst in why they made a run when they did. Not saying that's going to be history that repeats itself in Chicago, but that's why there's excitement surrounding his addition. That's because he does have a track record. I just wonder when we talk about specifics and whether he starts or whether he comes off the bench, we mentioned Io as a guy whose minutes might be affected by this the most. Do you think that Kobe White is somebody who will see less time? Very different roles, so I well, don't know. I think Io's more similar. Might, yeah, I, that's why he might play more because when you've got you know the agitator, maybe that opens up a, a, a jumper. When you got the agitator telling somebody to score, maybe they could then throw it out. Are they still going to play through Vooch? We know how they've been successful. I, I don't know. Not with, I, I, I maybe not with Zach taking every shot that P. Bev is well, telling him to take. I want to see it. I, I want to see <laughs> it. There are no so, bad shots, Zach. Yeah. That's essentially what he's telling him. I do think that probably Io is the most likely candidate to see reduced minutes. I don't know where Dragic fits in. I don't know if it matters. But Kobe White is still a guy that can help you space the floor. He's a guy that can still – I don't think I don't think he's going to be affected necessarily by adding Patrick Beverly just because of yeah. of his role. And now Patrick Beverly also will be shooting the three well. He's a I think career thirty five percent three point shooter, so that immediately helps you. And let's face it, we, he he is the the player we vowed not to mention again, but he will do for this team much what Lonzo Ball was expected to oh. do for this team. You now you violated the rule. <laughs> Uh, we have a texter wondering if I just admitted I don't watch the Bulls. I called it an ordeal. I said that if it continues, I don't want to watch them. I didn't want to watch them. We watched the, the Bulls. Yeah, believe, believe me. Believe me. Why do you think sometimes we come in here in such a bad mood? We watched the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. and Friday is going to be fun to watch them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because there's no – you don't have to work the next day. Well, and, you know – You're you going to probably get into your cups a little bit. There you go. As you say. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that if I'm sitting at home and raising and, a glass to P. Bev. Here you go. Welcome to town. I mean, welcome back home, to- buddy. Toast the man for God's sake. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I do have a lot going on this weekend. I got to get up early. I got to watch a lot of stuff. I got I got United on Sunday. Oh, that's um, stressful. I got United today. Oh, uh, that's against, stressful. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and you know what's funny is like um, we're oh. trying to plan something for Sunday, and I'm kind of well, let's make a tentative plan. Because if things don't go right, I will be in a foul mood. I will a be foul temper. Company. Yeah, your family kind of knows that by now, though, right? You would they hope know so. the when Ma- you would when Man so. United either is. I think they hear me screaming yeah. when they are uh, trying to sleep. <laughs> I tend to yell. Because those the are early TV. games. Those are early yeah. games. Yeah. So you know, I mean, some parents wake up the kids and tell them to clean the garage. I just wake them up yelling at sports, <laughs> and then I say, "Hey, boy, what are you doing up? Why don't you clean the garage?" 
how many people clean the garage? I mean, how how often do you have to clean the garage? Just out of curiosity. Clean the garage? Yeah. Oh, really? If you, it's real thorough. It's probably twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think really thoroughly twice a year. Once you know, where, before spring, where once I grew before up, winter. We didn't have a garage. Okay. Uh-huh. Denied the garage. Never I, had the basketball. I didn't have a garage growing up. Yeah, I don't I know what either. you're getting at, but yeah. I didn't have a garage either. Yeah. Well, you had a barn. Yeah, <laughs> I did not have a barn. David let out the chickens. I did not have Do a you barn. you let the chickens out? You but I did have a backboard and a hoop. Up. He's an Indiana boy. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. Yes, I was. Dustin, you grew Indiana. up in the garage, didn't you? Yes. How often did you clean it? Uh, yeah. My, I clean mine like two times a year. Yeah, that's home. good. That's, okay. that's, that's, that's kind good. of what I, where I am right now. I mean, I, you have to have a little bit of order in there, and you have to be able to park both cars in there in the winter. We, so. have, we have a texter who says, do you remember when Michael Jordan was clawing to make the – that was like Jordan's second year here. He, like, broke his foot or something, and they wouldn't let him and play. And he came back, he, and went, he was on a minute's and, limit. And he was on a minute's limit, yeah. and he would come back, and he would play his arse off, and they would come back in the game, and then they'd make him sit down. It was so funny. And you could see it on his face oh, that he, he did not so, want to be there. 773 yeah. speaks for a lot of people. Pat Beverly is my favorite player because – I'm that guy who slaps the floor at LA Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, seven. Is it seven oh eight? Seven seven three. Seven seven three. I hate you. Okay, not not at all. Seven seven three. I'm a seven seven three guy. Grew Let's up talk college hoops. There's a mammoth game tonight. Yes, we're going to bring in uh, Mike DeCourcy. We can talk some EPL. I think he's a Liverpool supporter. Boy, he must be upset. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio six seven. The score. I don't know how that starts. You know. Obviously, they the ops. I mean, not the ops, but competition. <laughs> That's Chicago. I'm sorry. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
DeCourcy talking college hoops with Mully and Haw. The Sporting News, Big Ten Network. He's a Liverpool supporter, but we let him on the show anyway. Mike DeCourcy on 670 The Score. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Always a pleasure to talk to Mike DeCourcy. He joins us now, as all guests do, on the Score Hotline presented by Soda Weight Loss. Visit SodaWeightLoss.com. That's S-O-T-A. Michael, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Molly. How are you? Well, I got to tell you, I feel bad that we played that you're a liver supporter after watching that uh, Real Madrid game. (laughs) Rough, rough. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, It's been a a very strange season, I will say that. Uh, I've never seen a team uh, dissolve in quite the same way as they have. Well, we got good news, though, in the Chicago sports landscape because Northwestern back, Illinois pretty good. Those teams playing tonight, pretty exciting. Um, I guess when we when we think about the Cats in particular, they had one of God's great weeks, right? They just got it all done at home, and now they go on the road. Um, 21st in the country, the, the Illini not ranked, but uh, – have had a pretty interesting season. A lot, you know, it's been really fascinating to kind of watch the program and and the ups and downs, and and certainly another Big Ten team expected to be in the tournament. Oh, without a doubt, uh, you'll see both of them in the tournament, and it's just a question of where they're located on the bracket by the time we get to Selection Sunday. But they'll both be in, and they'll they'll probably both be in sort of the heart of the bracket, but. Northwestern can continue to climb. It's a really difficult final few games for them, but they have. They, every time we've said that, they said, "Oh, really? Watch us. We're the difficult game." It's like uh, I'm the one who knocks uh, from Breaking Bad. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of the way they've done this whole thing. Uh, it's been it's been really cool to watch because it's it's a situation where if you do the kind of hot list things and uh, hot seat list things, and I, I've never been one who believes in that, so I didn't. But uh, I, I I did do something that was like basically I don't know. I, I'm not saying that I, I don't I don't tell people who to fire unless they did something horrible. I don't fi- I don't tell you to fire people for winning losing. That's up to you. But I did write a column at the beginning of the year. Say you know what? It it'd be pretty good if Northwestern had a good year this year, and they like they're like good. No, we're going to do much better than that. So, Mike, how have they gotten to this point? Because Chris Collins did have, I think, his job on the line entering the season, and I don't know that anybody expected to see them win 20 games, be ranked in late February, and have it done basically riding the backcourt of Boo Booey and Chase Adige. But how much of this is coaching? How much of this is talent? How much of this is just the Big Ten cycle? Well, I think it. I, I think it has to go. To, has to start with coaching because the coaching requires believing in your players. And there would have been every reason for a coach to think that I, I have I have gone with Boo Booey for three years and I have seen the same things. Very talented player, quick, can make plays, can make shots, but when pressure is on, when when the game is being decided, always ends up on the wrong side of the final score and in large part because of decision-making. And, and so it starts with that. And then also, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know who gets credit for the fact that Boo's uh, direction has completely turned 
from what I just described to always makes the right decision, always makes the right play, always makes the smart play, to the point where he's out there deciding games in the final minutes. And Chase as well, and and I'll give you a perfect example. Two Sundays ago, I think it was the Purdue game, uh, when Chase was having a really difficult day from the field. And watching the game, it was like, he's got to make a move. It just, this is not working. And he hung with, with Chase, and they go into, out of the, out of the uh, final t- uh, media timeout, and Chase makes the two biggest plays of the game because the coach hung with them. So it's talent, and it's coaching, and it's also, the, the, you have to give the administration credit for believing in him enough to continue to allow him to, to pursue this and ultimately get this success. Uh, you know, it's interesting because obviously watching Alabama last night, right, you see a kid who is an extraordinary player, is a great talent, who scores 41 points, which is a career high, and yet is under this, you know, horrible cloud of uh, of a murder investigation. And, you know, the lawyer revealed something. What what is Al- What is Alabama doing? What is Nate Oates saying, and and how do you get through something like this? And and I don't know. Is the rest of the team shell shocked? Is that why he's playing as well well as he did last night? How do you keep this together? What what is going on there? Well, I you know it doesn't seem like Alabama is phased by what occurred, and I I, I mean they they didn't. They didn't punish the young man at the time. They didn't punish him when this when this was publicly revealed. We don't know exactly what they knew about the text message in which the now uh, the, the 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 young man who was an Alabama player at the time, who was subsequently dismissed when he was charged with murder. But the attorney for the for for uh, this young man, uh, this terrific player, Brandon Miller said acknowledged what was interesting is like people were reacting reacting like this statement from the attorney somehow mitigated what people had what had offended people about Brandon Miller's actions on that night and all it did for me was affirm that yes the text message was exchanged and that it was received and so none of the other stuff other than it cleared up the or or it or presented the Brandon Miller side of the suggestion by some, and I did not write about this because I did not believe that I had, I had enough affirmation of it, but it, it was a statement that he did not block the exit of the vehicle that right. was fired upon. That's the only thing that, that came out of that letter uh, or that statement from the attorney that was mitigating to the act to, to, uh, to the, beliefs about what had occurred and they they acknowledged that this text message had been exchanged and that was the core of the outrage that i expressed in my column and that was expressed by several others who wrote similar things it it doesn't it, it, the the ob, i i think that what i'm saying is that if it had been if there had been the blockage and all of that right. i think we would have seen charges so i never really believed that that was that that was an issue but the text message still was exchanged, and I'm not saying that he should be charged, but I am saying that he should have been disciplined by his basketball program, by his athletic department, yes. and instead nothing has happened. And by his university. Could not agree more, Mike. That outrage is appropriate in this case. 
Happier story, perhaps, over in South Bend, Notre Dame coach Mike Bray. We had him on the program earlier this week. He still wants to coach. He made it clear. He's not retiring overall. He's leaving Notre Dame. Good for both, I think, parties. A change is is inevitable there. Any thoughts on where he might land and what might be in his future? You know, I I would suggest that the, the possibility that he would go to a lower level. Now, that may be a lower Division One level, uh, or it may be something similar to what uh, what Jim Calhoun did. What Jim When Jim retired from Connecticut, he retired because he wanted to continue to coach, but his health kept getting in the way, and it was very disruptive to the UConn program. I, I think he felt like it wasn't fair to the players and to UConn that uh, he missed parts of several seasons because his health kept becoming an issue, and maybe – Maybe coaching UConn was contributing to that. Who knows? But he walked away from UConn, and then he got better. I mean, he didn't get ill again for years. And so he said, I'm, I still have this bug a little bit. And he, he, told, he told me, I want to be in the gym at 3 o'clock. I love that. And so he took a Division three job close to home and coached that for a while, and of course, because he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. They won like 26 games in his second year. But I think that was the COVID year, and so they didn't get to pursue a championship, but he did well and then ultimately decided that, yeah, he had had enough. And, and so he walked away, I believe it was in, uh, somewhere around the middle of last season uh, and the program continued on. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Mike do something like that, where the pressure to recruit is not the same. Uh, you're, you're getting more local players and regional players and that sort of thing. And you know, Mike is one of the best people in, in college athletics so if there's if there's a group of young men or young people, maybe even young women that he could interact with on a daily basis, every single one of those young people, from the best player on that team to the lowest manager on that team, would be so much better for having spent a couple of years, four years with Mike Bray. I totally agree. And Mike, um, I'm just curious. We keep hearing that this that this season is more wide open than ever before. That, you know, there is no dominant, clear victor. It, it seems like the Big 12 has tons of good teams. But w- what do you think? As we head toward conference championships and eventually the tournament here, do you believe it's as wide open as everyone's saying? Well, I, I had sort of over the years developed this list of commonalities that occur with championship teams. And, like, it's a baseline requirement that mo- almost without exception – like you have a center who is who brings size to the to the floor. Uh, the last time we had a small center win the national championship, and one of the reasons I looked this up was uh, was uh, Kansas being so good this year, one of the best teams in the country. Their center is six seven, hmm. and the last time we had a six seven center uh, win the national championship, according to what I've been able to discover, although I always thought Jay Vincent was six uh, eight. But it's six seven uh, in 1979 when when Michigan State won. Wow, uh, that's the last time. And of course, it didn't hurt to have Magic Johnson on your team. <laughs> uh, there aren't any Magics out there. I can say that affirmatively. There are no Magic Johnsons in this Division One college basketball season. So uh, I think it's hard to do that. You have to have like we have not had a team that has won it without a first round pick since 1987 when Indiana did it. And they had Bob Knight and Steve Alford, an all-time great college player. So uh, you, 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 you should have a point guard who doesn't have to be a pro, although it never hurts to have that guy. Most of them have been. But you could have a Joel Berry 
or a Jimmy Black uh, going back to the Jordan Worthy Perkins team. Um, you could have a guy like that who's just solid, rock solid. Alabama doesn't really have that guy. They have two pretty good guys that they mix and match, but nobody's one like that. So it, it's it's really interesting that you look at this season and you look at the best teams, and you're starting at the top line, and I just picked through two or three of those right. as not having that. I mean, I don't think Purdue has a first-round pick. I think they have guys who will play in the league, but I don't think they have a first-round pick. So I, I don't – that's why I think that when people say it's wide open – you look at those teams, and even the best teams in the country don't measure up to the best teams from the past. And the season that I can think of that's most like this one was 2014, when Arizona was a legitimately great team. But midway through the season, a thir- two-thirds of the way through the season, one of their starters, Brandon Ashley, broke his foot. And Arizona went back to being just really good. And, and then there weren't any great teams. And so we wound up with a number seven seed UConn and number eight seed Kentucky playing the national championship game. And those guys both had first round picks. Right. What about, what about Shaq Eddy? (laughs) Yeah, he's great. He's, he's, he's going to win national player of the year. No doubt. Every, every trophy will go to him. Naismith, uh, Robertson, uh, the sporting news, I, you know, they're, they're all going to him. I can say that. Without any hesitation. Who's going to stop him, though? Can he be stopped? The, the guards can be stopped, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he – yeah, exactly. I, I think the guards are terrific, but they haven't made shots. Fletcher Lawyer is in a real uh, shooting slump, not a playing slump. He's still playing well, but he's not shot the ball well. And when they when he doesn't, they're, they really struggle to find that three-point range. And so uh, Mason Gillis has come in and made shots at times. Uh, he had one really fabulous game about two weeks ago. Brandon Newman has made shots at times. Braden Smith, the point guard, can make shots. But uh, you want your starting shooting guard to be uh, to be lethal from three-point range. And uh, Fletcher has been uh, very good to start and now really struggling. Mike, great catching up with you. Really appreciate it. Lots thanks, Mike. Oh, thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. That is Mike DeCourse. He does a great job wherever he's working, be it Sporting News or the Big Ten Network, and certainly should be a fun game tonight. Yeah, Purdue is going to be a team in the Big Ten, I think, is going to be the toughest out of the tournament. And you're right, tonight will be uh, a game between two teams will be in the tournament, just not sure yet how far either Northwestern or Illinois will go. Yeah, it's good, though. And it's it, the tournament's always fun, and Dustin loves to – Talk about it, so that's always a joy. Listening to him go on about the tournament with his. You like the tournament because of Dustin's analysis of the tournament? Um, No, I like the tournament because I've always liked the tournament. But it it is there is an added element because Dustin always wants to talk about the gambling angle on the tournament, don't you, Dustin? Isn't that accurate? Talk about gambling. The the gambling element of of the tournament. Yeah, Yeah. it's a lot of fun. And and I I never really thought about it in that fashion. I mean, I was always making my picks and thinking about it, but it's, there are certain truths. And I, and I think Mike DeCourcy is onto it. You know, you, you need future NBA players. Guards are so important. Usually senior leadership guards, right? That's a huge thing from these national championship teams. So it should be a lot of fun as we move forward. 312-644-6767. Mullion Hall on the score. I think you see the way I play. You know, I play to win, you know, every night. Yeah, man, I definitely want to win. You see those numbers up there? It's like the last one's 2005. 
you know, my goal, you know, the goal every year is to, you know, try to win a championship. That's no secret. Um, but we just got to continue to keep going and try to accomplish that. Molly and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 670 to the score. That is the voice of Tim Anderson. He was on the uh, White Sox Talk podcast with uh, Chuck Garfine. And, uh, you know, he's talking about the goal of the team, and that is the goal. The only thing that the Sox have won, uh, they won that uh, Field of Dreams game. Tim hit that home run. That was like the last closest uh, great moment in uh, in that team's uh, long and been a lot of tough moments history. since that point. A lot of a lot of disappointment and focusing on the things that really do matter in terms of Tim Anderson uh, at this point in time. And we'll get into the other stuff later. We don't have enough time this segment to examine all of it. We have Sham Sharania coming up at eight o'clock. But Mully, the fact that Tim Anderson talks in terms of winning a championship and the goals that he has for uh, the White Sox this year. He's got to stay on the field for all those things to be possible. 79 games last year explains more than any other factor, more than any other uh, thing you want to introduce into the conversation. 79 games, 332 at-bats. He's got to stay on the field, and he's got to hit like we know that he can because if that is the case and he's at shortstop for 150 games, He's going to be among the top five hitters in the American League. The White Sox offense is going to function like uh, it didn't without him. And this will be a team that will be a viable contender. If he stays healthy, he is the you-go-we-go guy for the White Sox. He is I, the catalyst. I totally agree with you, but th- that that applies to so many players on that team, right? I, I mean, Eloy's got to stay healthy. Well, but I, um, the health part of Luis it, yes. Luis Roberts got to stay healthy. I'm Absolutely just I'm talking true. about guys that were in it. Big picture, you know, they yes. were out of, I mean, how many games does does uh, Grandal have in him? Yeah, it's 100 Grandal. behind the plate. More than really? that is ri- ridiculous to consider, right? I, I even think 100 behind the plate. I think that's best case scenario. Yeah, I hear you. But the, you're right. The Overall, the health of the White Sox it's, is something we can no longer assume no. they're going to enjoy. Because last year was so disappointing. But I think that, okay, this may be a pick six question in the future. But if you had to pick one guy who, if you could guarantee yeah. his health for yeah. this season, who would it be? For me, it'd be Tim Anderson. Yeah, I agree with that. Because everything starts from there. And I agree with that. Yep. Stability in the infield, stability in the, in the batting order, and yes. his presence means more than the other guys who they would miss. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think when we – we look at the White Sox and, you know, even talking through this idea of like, a, you know, who's going to make the roster, who's going to who's going to be the fourth outfield, whatever you want to talk about, you're you've got to be aware that there it's not like a an endless supply of talent. There is a limitation to what they have. If anything goes awry with their starting pitching, rut row, uh, ditto in the bullpen. I mean, they just don't have um they, they have a good team on paper if everybody's healthy and I, I was really encouraged to see that circa have has released its win totals for the season and the white Sox are at 84 wins that is a lot better than pakoda believes and i believe they were at 77 they moved to 79 after getting uh elvis andres 84 you can work with if you if you're if you're predicted for 84, that means you could get to 88. That means you you know you're within a good shot of competing for a division title. If you're 84, you're in contention and you're thinking postseason. Yes. Now, if I were to 
you know, the great people at Circus Sports. And if I were to make a bet there, I would take the under because the White Sox have not earned the benefit for the doubt to me. I, I just would. I'm just telling you right now. You're trying you to take advantage. You look at your face is classic you're, for Twitchers. Yeah, you're trying. Uh, you're taking advantage of our friends in the desert and playing the under. I I'm just, playing the it under. Hurts me. And with the Cubs at 78, I might take the over. Really? I, as we sit here today, I think the White Sox have more potential and a higher ceiling than the Cubs. I just don't think that I trust them to stay healthy as much as we just described they need to. How? how why? Why can't they stay healthy? What are they it's doing a, it's wrong? It's a mystery. I don't what, know. What is it? I mean, maybe what? this offseason they have cured all that with a different approach to nutrition and strength and conditioning, and maybe because they've been able to keep in touch with these guys, there's been no threat of a lockout or the, you know, all that, those things that were yeah. factors last year. Maybe everyone will play 130 games plus this year, and, and 84 will look foolish in retrospect. But I think right now skepticism is appropriate. And that look on your face was classic. I wish I could uh, point I'm and sorry. click and flame. I, I, yeah, I, I just – it's deflating to me to have our friends in the desert throw a bone our way. You know they did that for us. <laughs> and, and, and then, need not and then to take it. immediately shoot it down. Uh, I'm sure will join us next. We're going to talk some NBA. We're going to find out what he believes will be the impact of, uh, of one uh, Patrick Beverly and uh, – uh, I don't know how to feel about the Bulls moving forward. We'll get his take. And there's a lot going on in the league, man. Holy cow. Mully and Haw on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.